0: Man, I went to um, UPMC, uh, Hillman Cancer Center, yesterday late. Uh, I don't know, it was 5 o'clock. Who cares? And I had a PET scan and a CT scan. They put this radioactive dye in your arms and you lay in this machine. It takes a couple hours. And they look to see if you have um, cancer, quite frankly. And so as I await the resu- results of the test, and it's kind of unnerving, but I want to say this. Um, it's overwhelming, the kindness and the professionalism of the folks at uh, Hillman. I, I cannot tell you, a couple of the guys that I was with yesterday for like three hours, just every single person that you make contact with treats you like family. And I tell you what, ma'am, they're not. And every single thing they do is so damn good. And, And by the way, it's really stressful to have tests that could reveal cancer, right? And then there's pain and it's uncomfortable. And I'm not whining, I'm just saying. Everything they do is set up to make you feel better. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am for the amazing kindness and professionalism of the folks at the UPMC Hillman Cancer Center. Man. I will let you know as soon as I know, but I had to say that today because they are uh, they are amazing people. All right, so one of my most trusted Judges on earth is Gene Riccardi and I'll tell you why he can't help himself he has to tell the truth he can't help himself he has to care he can't help himself he's got to be engaged he can't help himself he wants what's best for this town this community for families and children and I'll tell you what it's unnerving some of the things he has to hear And I had to bring him in here regarding education and children and truancy. Judge, good morning, sir. How are you?
1: Great, Marty. Thank you for having me.
0: My man. Judge, I'm not going to spend much time. I want you to talk. Tell folks some of the stories you hear regarding truancy sitting there on the bench that makes your jaw drop, sir.
1: Well, Marty, thank you for having me. First, let me... Really, thank you for your genuine concern for our students in our city, in our county, throughout the region. And you're absolutely right, Marty. Truancy has become a huge problem here in the city of Pittsburgh and probably throughout the county. As you know, it's very important for some folks to at least have a foundation, a high school education. And it is just so frustrating, Marty, that I get cases Right now, I have a case that a student has not attended not one day of school during this school session. Think about that. Not one day. What? I've had students that only come the first day of school, meet their friends, and never come back. Now, let me tell you, Marty, the typical cases that I've heard this week are students with 30, 45, to 60 unexcused absences, and Marty, that's on top of the excuse absences. That is just uncalled for. Yeah. Now, Marty, Marty, there is a state law, it's Act 138, matter of fact, yeah. that it requires the schools to set up an attendance improvement program where they bring the parents, they bring the guardians in, and they set up this program. But there's many times that The schools just give up and say, this isn't working. We have to go to court. Now, if the child is under the age of 15, the parent or the guardian is cited. If the child is 15 or over, then the school can cite either the child, the student, or the parent. And then we actually hold summary criminal trials. At that particular time, it is our discretion a fines, or give a directive or actually jail time. Marty, in the past, I've put parents in jail because if they're neglecting their children Man. and their children are not going to school, something's wrong. Think about this. We have a child out there who hasn't gone to school under the age of 15 for one year. Where is this child? What does this child do what the, all day? Judge, are they that's sick? Neglect, that's neglect. that derelict on the part of the parents.
0: Judge, are they sick or are they just not there, brother?
1: Well, let's talk about one case.
0: Yeah.
1: I put out an arrest warrant for them last week. I thought, hey, if the school can't find them, I'll find the parent. And my constable found the parent. We brought them into the office. They gave some collateral. I said, we'll see you next week. I trusted them. They didn't show. I'm going to do an arrest warrant, and in all likelihood, this person is going to have jail time in the future because we need to protect that child. Now, Marty, let me also say... Hold on, This is actually so unsettling. So,
0: all you want to do is have the kid in school. You bring in mom and dad said, I'm going to throw you in jail. All I want you to do is make sure your kid goes to class, right?
1: Absolutely. First of all, Marty, jail is the last thing I want to do. Our goal all district judges in the city of Pittsburgh and throughout this county is to get the child in school. Here's my goal improve school attendance, deter truancy, get the child in school. Now, Marty, we have to look at other things though. I have a grandmother who's raising six of her godkids. Oh my gosh. Her godchild, boys and girls. Seventy eight years old. Oh geez. of course I'm not going to find her. Of course, I'm not going to discuss jail time. What we try to do is I try to set her up with agencies outside of the court, try to work with her. The father's nowhere to be found. God. The mother, unfortunately, has passed. I have so many grandmothers. Hold on. So mom is here dead, Raising children. So, so mom is dead.
0: You can't find dad. And the six kids are not going to school.
1: They're truant. My Let God. Let me give you the definition of truant, yeah, yeah, Marty. yeah. Three unexcused absences in 30 days makes a truant. Six unexcused absences in 30 days makes a habitual truant. But, Marty, I'm okay with six. I'm talking about 30, 45, 60. So that is a true problem. Now, let's go on. Those children that have emotional and physical problems, we work with them. I work with the school. I work with outside agencies because that's a little bit different. I think you would agree with that. If someone has an emotional problem, let's work with them. But, Marty, why doesn't the parent or the guardian at least send in an excuse absence? No, no, think about it. All you have to do is sit down and write a note. This is neglect. This is derelict of responsibilities of the parents, and I take it very serious can because you hang, my goal George, is, can you hang is the student, is can you,
0: the child. Can you, can you hang around? Yes, I need you for a minute. This is important stuff. Now, this is what troubles me. What, what he's saying, I, I got this info the other day and it, it floored me and I reached out and said, can you talk? He said, it's that important. I'll talk. And I want you to know this is what's happening in our town, with our kids, in our school. Man. <sighs> Truancy. I, I find it sad that Gene Riccardi, one of the best judges I've ever known, who's just so honest and open about his compassion for kids and making a difference. He has to actually put warrants out for the arrest of parents. Judge, how do we reach this point in America? Really, how?
1: Well, it's a difficult question, Marty. It's a societal question, and you're absolutely right. I think one thing is that we have to have a strong support system Families. It doesn't have to be a traditional family, but it has to be a very strong support system. And we have to be more proactive. Society has to be more proactive. For example, if you have a habitual truant, the school can set up an attendance improvement program. They could also cite. But if they're under the age of 15, they could also send them to CYS, Truant Youth Services. I think the schools have to be more proactive. I think the schools have to come to the realization that a child is not getting the support, the love, the nourishment, and the direction under a certain household. And we now have to actually send it to big court, big court meaning the court of common, please send these children there and see what can occur. For example, if I have a child over 15, I call him a child young person over fifteen years of age and the parent is doing their absolute best. We can't punish the parent but we could certify that, that young person under the juvenile law and send them down to what we consider big court, the court of common commonplace. We have to be proactive. We can no longer treat people with kid gloves. This is our future, Marty. Don't treat people with kid gloves. Let's be firm, Let's be fair. Let's be compassionate. Hey, hey, Josh. That's the answer.
0: What do do these parents say when they're standing there in front of you and say, you know, your kids haven't been in school in close to a year? What what do they say, sir? Marty, you're going to love
1: this. I've actually quoted you. So I have a few parents, and I'll tell them. You know what Marty Griffin says? When you have a child, your life is over. Your whole life is for that child. You said that, Marty. I say that in court— I had a woman that actually stood up, a mother of four that actually stood up and said, listen, I have to have a life. I like my entertainment. I like my beer. I couldn't believe she said that. So your quote, Marty, did Uh, not work with this woman. uh, She does not realize. But you do. I do. And I know the majority of people do. We love our children. Hey, hey, Judge, this isn't just a handful of kids.
0: This is a lot of kids, right?
1: Oh, Absolutely, Marty. But let me say this. I had a working mother. God bless her. I had a working mother working seven. She proved it to me. She was working 72 hours a week, seven days a week. Her son was truant, but she's working hard with her son. So, what we're trying to do is get her support because here's a mom, a single mom, not receiving one dollar from the man in family court, not one dollar. So, she's supporting. The family. So, what I'm trying to say is, I don't want folks to think I just hit that gavel. No. We also have to have compassion for these people. I had a, listen to this, Marty. I had a young girl who wasn't going to school. So, for some reason, they'll speak up in court. The school didn't know why. The mother didn't know why she couldn't get the child to go to school, 10 years old. This child was being bullied. She spoke up in court. She gave the name of the bully. And I'm very thankful. For the gentleman who works out of Arlington School, he takes care of all these matters. So what I'm saying is, sometimes we just have to dig a little deeper. Hey, Judge, and, and if we don't get to, that
0: and, and if we don't get to them now, they're done,
1: done. Absolutely, Marty. You can look at so many studies you want, and the studies will prove that if you if you mess up in school, unfortunately. You're going down a bad road. And some folks say it's actually a road to prison. Yeah. And, Marty, we don't want to hear that. No. Now, I'm going to say something that's controversial. Yeah. And obviously the folks on Belfield Avenue, the school board on Belfield Avenue, administrators, maybe they should look into this. I've had a number of folks, number of young people tell me that they're too embarrassed to go to school because they don't have the right type of clothing oh, or the right type of tennis shoes. Oh, God. Isn't that sad? Marty, maybe we should be stricter on the dress code that the school board puts out. Yeah, they have a dress code, but is it strict enough? Is it making people being teased unmercifully yeah. and bullied because of what they're wearing? Marty, 20% of public schools throughout the nation have some sort of uniform. Now, I know that's controversial, but why not? Why can't we just have black and blue and khaki pants yeah. and maybe just black or white tennis shoes? It's controversial, but all I do, and, Marty, I know all you do because you talked to me last night. We care about the kids. How can they score good marks and standardized testing if they don't go to school? Mm. And it goes back to one thing. I feel sorry for the grandmothers. I feel sorry for the single moms that are out there working hard. But there are a group of parents that neglect their children. They're derelict parents. Thank you,
0: Judge. You're the best. Thank you. Amazing stuff.